Hello everyone, this is BPI Trade and you are listening to Traders Takedown, a podcast that tackles the latest news and updates in the Philippine stock market. Hosted by market experts from the research and sales team who will help transform complex market stories into easy-to-understand investment ideas. So tune in and allow us to help you cut through the noise and make well-informed investment decisions anytime, anywhere. Hello and good day, everyone. Welcome to another edition of BPI Podcast, Traders Takedown. This is Edward Jacinto, sales trader from BPI Securities, and I hope everyone is doing well and safe today. Today, we will be having another episode of our continuing series on our latest take on key index names. And in this episode, we will be featuring Converge and PLDT and give a fundamental and technical snapshot for both names. With me today is Rain Roque, our telecom analyst, who will discuss the latest updates on both stocks. Hello, Rain. Hello, Jody, and hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm the telco analyst for UPI Securities, and today I'm going to be giving my fundamental views on Converge and PLDT. Okay, so without further ado, let's begin. So let's start with Converge. Rain, can you give us a fundamental overview of the company? And can you tell us what you think are the key upsides and downsides for the stock? Sure. So we continue to be upbeat on Converge as we expect earnings growth to remain healthy in 2022 and 2023. We expect 33% growth in 2022 and then 31.9% growth in 2023. So profit growth should be supported mainly by sustained revenue growth and also EBITDA margin expansion. Revenues are expected to increase by 50% this year, and this is going to be driven by growth in the residential segment. So as we all know, Converge is a pure play on fiber, and fiber broadband growth continues due to high demand for reliable, high-speed internet. And Coupled with the low penetration rate for fiber broadband in the Philippines, we think that there is still huge catch-up potential for telco companies such as Converge. So for Converge's residential segment, subscriber base is expected to reach approximately 2.4 million by 2022 from 1.69 million as of end 2021, which translates to an additional 700,000 net subscriber ads for this year. And just wanted to note also that last year, Converge already completed its national fiber backbone. In our view, other drivers for revenue would be extensive fiber port rollout in underpenetrated Vismin areas and also deepening presence in Luzon. And another driver would be Converge's enterprise business. So this segment continues to show sign of recovery from the pandemic because of lower mobility restrictions. And as a result, faster revenue generation of about 20% is expected for the enterprise business this year. In addition, we expect a bit of margins to remain healthy because of sustained revenue growth and cost management initiatives, such as lower bandwidth and leaseline costs. So just to note some key downside risk for the company, we think that Key downside risk will be execution bottlenecks related to the company's aggressive expansion program. Second, intensifying competition that could put pressure on ARPU trends. 
And then third, weaker than expected macroeconomic recovery affecting household spending and enterprise tech budgets. So overall, we have a positive view on the stock because of its superior earnings growth outlook. And we have a buy rating for Converge with a price target of 37 pesos per share, implying 25.9% upside. Thank you, Rain. Now let's take a look at Converge technical picture. We have seen quite a healthy rally from the stock recently. Can this be sustained? Let's take a closer look. After a major correction that has seen the price fall to an eight-month low of 22 pesos last March, a strong rebound sent prices back to the 30 peso level and above most of its moving averages, a more than 30% rally from its lows. This quick turnaround was also accompanied by an increase in volume levels, 8 million average for the first three months versus 11 billion on the onset of its rally last March 16, which is good to see in an advancing move. The MACD indicator, or momentum readings, also climbed back into positive territory, which reaffirmed its bullish rally after being in bearish ground for over five months. Its 20-day short-term moving average has now begun to slope upward, indicating a short-term trend reversal. After a three-week rally to end March, a pullback sent prices close to this support line that has kept prices afloat so far. Although upside momentum looks to be slowing, it has now moved prices into a corrective channel pattern. With a channel resistance high of 32 pesos and a supportive low of 29 pesos, prices are seen to consolidate further with an upside bias unless a breach of 32 is seen that could see prices move back to the 35 pesos level. So as of today, Converge looks to be in the midst of a healthy price reversal, looking to progress into an ascending channel formation, while momentum is clearly on the bullish side. To give more color on Converge, let's also talk about its fund flow analysis that we discussed in our previous podcast. So for the month of April, Converge has received foreign inflows of up to 900 million pesos. So this has also helped in pushing the price upward. Also, there has been chatter that Converge may possibly be included in the MSCI index this coming May. And that has brought a lot of attention to the stock as well. So that's it for our update on Converge. And now let's move on to Telephone. So Rain, what is your outlook on Telephone? And can you tell me why you like the stock? For the near term, PLDT or TELS objectives are achieving decent earnings growth and delivering positive free cash flow. Some key expectations on for 2022, service revenues are anticipated to grow by mid-single digit on the back of sustained momentum in home broadband, which should be supported by first accelerated fiber port rollouts, about 1.67 million additional ports in 2022 per our estimates, and second sustained subscriber additions, about 12.6% growth in 2022. Stronger performance from the enterprise business, particularly from corporate data, ICT, and investments in data centers should also support service revenue growth. And meanwhile, EBITDA is expected to reach over 100 billion pesos in 2022 versus 96.2 billion in 2021 driven by top-line growth and cost reduction initiatives, while telco core income for TEL is 
expected to settle between 32 to 33 billion versus 30.2 billion in 2021. Sotel will be investing over 89 billion pesos in capex for 2022, as advised in the recent investors' briefing. And for this year, capex will be focused more on the fixed line side and also 5G rollout. So the company also aims to deliver consistent positive free cash flows enabled by higher revenue generation, cost reduction initiatives, and the sale of non-strategic assets. So recently, Tel announced their landmark sale and lease back of about 5,907 telecom towers for 77 billion pesos. And the company shared that key objectives for this transaction are valuation uplift, capital reallocation, achievement of better network quality and efficiency, and lastly, also to benefit the country by supporting digital infrastructure sharing. So there are two portfolios for the sale of towers, and the first portfolio, which composes of about 2,900 towers, is to be sold to a subsidiary of Edgepoint, which is Comworks and Infra Tech Corp, for 35 billion pesos, and then The second portfolio composes of 2,973 towers to be sold to a subsidiary of E.co Group for 42 billion pesos. So both these companies are highly experienced international tower companies. And then concurrent with the execution of the sale, Tel or PLDT has agreed to lease back the towers sold in the transaction for a period of 10 years. So the tower companies will be responsible for providing O&M services as well as power to the sites, and they will also be building an additional 1,500 new towers. So use of proceeds from the sale will be for debt prepayment and funding for major cash requirements in 2022, which will allow the company to save on financing costs estimated at about 2.6 billion pesos per annum and cash proceeds will also be used to pay special dividends of up to 9 billion pesos. This transaction is financially rewarding for Tel as it will result in an earnings accretion of about 10% versus 2021 net income. And just to add, Tel's fintech arm Voyager Innovations recently raised about 210 million US dollars or 11 billion pesos to expand the financial services ecosystem of PayMaya and Maya Bank. This propelled Voyager's valuation to unicorn plus status at nearly 1.4 billion US dollars. So this new fundraising means that there are definitely upside risks with respect to valuations for Tel, especially if the recently launched Maya Bank is able to perform. So to sum things up, we continue to like the stock given its resilient business model and its strong position to benefit from emerging digital trends such as mobile wallet usage, 5G adoption, sustained broadband penetration, and more. So we have a buy rating on TEL with a price target of 2,150 per share, implying 12.3% upside. Thank you, Rain. And now let's look at Telephone's technical picture. So Telephone has been one of the more resilient stocks outperforming the index and currently up a modest 5.6% year-to-date, although the stock is still locked inside a seven-month consolidation pattern, possibly priming up to breach its four-month high of 1950 after it broke through several key resistance lines in the past week. 
After finishing off its corrective swing last March, prices managed to move back above three major moving averages and its two-month corrective trend line. Its 20-day moving average now trails prices and looks to support a short-term upswing and possibly into a new high if a break above 1950 resistance is seen. The stock looks to create another setup platform just beneath its four-month high as it did last February, but which failed to materialize. Prices, though, need to hold above 1800 to 1850 for it to have a good chance to progress further in the short to medium term. A break of 1950 to 2000 may see prices initially target its previous highs of 2150 to 2200. In terms of fund flows, PLDT registered net foreign outflows of 500,000 for the month of April. So it seems like the balance flows of PLDT has just moved the stock sideways for the meantime, in line with its continuing consolidation inside an area pattern. Okay, and just to summarize, it seems like PLDT and Converge have both a very promising fundamental outlook. In terms of their technicals, Converge looks to be progressing in an upward trend. PLDT is still in a sideways movement, although in an upside bias. So that's all we have today, and I hope everyone gained insight on the two stocks that we featured today, PLDT and Converge. So this is Edward Asinto on behalf of uh, Rain Roque. Thank you very much for tuning in. Everyone stay safe and signing off. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are those of the podcast creators, hosts, and guests and do not necessarily reflect the policies and position of BPI Securities Corporation or its other employees. Any content provided does not intend to malign any group, individual, or anything. This podcast episode is purely for informational purposes only and shall not be construed as a solicitation to buy or sell any securities, futures, options, and or other financial instruments. To participate in any particular trading strategy or to provide any investment advice or service. Any recommendation herein does not pertain to any specific investment objective, financial situation, or any particular need of the listeners.